Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal's Christmas edition. And uh, when I knew we were going to have uh, our friends from the Golden Apple on over there in Lakeview, uh, Frank Sinatra, that would be a, a perfect song for them. Thanks, Nick Alex, for coming down. Thank uh, you. Thank you, David. And you brought your buddy Johnny. I know Johnny, Johnny from Bellino, the restaurant. Yes, the fam- <laughs> famous Johnny Bellino. Yeah. Uh, so before, let's, let's get it out of the way. Golden Apple. 2971 North Lincoln Avenue. You never close. We never close. You don't have a key. We do not have a key. 365 days, uh, seven days a week, 24 hours. Now, that's why I wanted you on the show, because, you know... I've spent some Christmas nights and Christmas. I Eve. I heard. <laughs> my my number one is that James Brown died twelve years ago. I think on Christmas, and I was at the Sun Times then, and I spent the whole day writing his obituary, and I had plans with my family, but I went to the Golden Apple for Christmas dinner. Yes, uh, we we never close at the Golden Apple, and we especially open at the holidays. Uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas because uh, we get everybody. We get the families, we get the lonely people, we get the couples, we get everybody at the time. Yeah, talk so about talk uh, about. I know no one night is the same at the Golden Apple. No, no, no. no, no <laughs> but no, Christmas. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, you get. Actually, I stopped for lunch there, and there were a lot of single people there tonight. Yes. Tonight, uh, about four o'clock. Um, but people from the church talk about the neighborhood. Yeah, the, the church neighborhood. Comes, yeah, uh, the church is Saint Alphonsus, which is a very, very strong. Uh, uh, has a large, large uh, parishioners, and uh, it's right across the street from us. And uh, uh, we are supporting the church a hundred percent. And uh, when the uh, when the services. Uh, finish they come over to the apple they have their breakfast and we it's been, we've been doing it for years and years matter of fact the apple is uh, as a food establishment has been there since the 40s since the 40s early, early 40s uh the name of it uh, back then it was uh, corral and after a couple name changes uh it became golden apple we bought it 1997 me and two friends of mine uh, Tom and Peter, and we're still kicking it. We're still at it. Was it ever a golden nugget? It was golden nugget for about uh, 11, 12 years. Uh, Howard Quam owned it, and he gave up on it because he wanted uh, something else, something different. And uh, uh, Odie, Christina, and George picked it up. Oh, I'm no George. Not nice family, yeah. nice family, and they moved on after 12, 13 years. Yeah. And we bought it in 97, and we own it for the past 21, 22 years. Well, you know, I, I, I'm no novice to the to the Golden Apple. I used to live in the neighborhood in the 80s. Yes, yes. That's it's, like uh, 80, 84. Uh, uh, Lakeview, is, uh, South Lakeview is an old German neighborhood. Still is, but not that much. Now it has, uh, you know, yuppies. 
<laughs> That's why we moved out. <laughs> uh, um, uh, still a blue color. Not a lot, but still blue color. But, uh, you know, we have a, a different kind of uh, crowd than we had 20 years ago. Well, that's what's important to me. There's a lot of talk about the north side and development, and I go in there after Cub games, and we talk about what's going on in Wrigleyville, and now people talking about Lincoln Yards, which is south, and uh, it seems like uh, in that in those neighborhoods there's going to be, or there is, a lack of authenticity, and what's great about your place is it's authentic. There's just people from all walks of life, people like Johnny, people from the church, you know. Uh, that's really important to keep, to keep that. There are not too many diners left. All the corp- corporate moved in and bought everything and uh, made everything look and taste the same. But, uh, you know, a few places are still uh, like us left. Mm-hmm. And we, we're trying to do our best. And uh, thank God for our friends, our customers, and our people that work for us. Uh, we're still uh, having a good time and we're still at it. When did you get a liquor license there? Uh, I would say about. Uh, 15 years ago, maybe a little less, but approximately. We don't have heavy liquor. We yeah. just beer and wine. If you have a, you know, a plate of uh, food, uh, dinner, and you want a beer, so we can provide you with a beer. It's not like you come in to booze yourself up. Even though... <laughs> People even, come in boozed even, up even every even weekend. Though, yes. <laughs> Ma- matter of fact, I, I remember a story uh, a few years ago. A guy came in. He had probably one too many. He sat down, and uh, Mary Koza, the night waitress. Oh, I know Mary. Yeah, yeah, Mary. She's been there since the early 80s. Uh, and we have, uh, you know, a staff that's been there for 30 Bridget. years. Bridget. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Sharon, Barbara. I mean, we have, you know, the kitchen has been there for, you know. Uh, um, so this guy comes in, and Mary Koza goes to take his order, and he's halfway gone. And he goes, let me have my check. I want my check. So Mary goes, you haven't had anything, sir. And he goes, I want my check. So he, she comes up to me, and she goes, this guy wants his check. He, he hasn't had anything yet. I said, I go up to him. I said, sir, you haven't had anything. You can go if you, no, no, I want my check. So what am I going to do? I gave him a check. For ten dollars, he came up to the register. He paid. I saved the money. I said, "What's your name?" He said, "Johnny." Matter of fact, his name. Oh, jo- it wasn't him. No, no, <laughs> Johnny. I wrote down on a check his name and the ten dollars. Left it under the register. Never showed up. Wow. Yet, have hasn't showed up yet. Wow. So, if you're listening, your ten dollars are still at the Apple. <laughs> Uh, what about celebrity? Uh, celebrity. Uh, I mean, I know they used to tell me the old Cubs second baseman Todd Walker used to come in there. Yes, and we had some people. Uh, you know, we had uh, John Bellucci coming in. Oh, Bellucci uh, came Bellucci in. She came in, and Tina Fey forever. We had. Do you remember Donna, the waitress? Yeah, right. She served uh, uh, the. Well, Let me just that, see. <laughs> you got my question. See, see how seriously we take this show? Yeah, of course. Well, that's course. okay. I mean, uh, Bill Gates. Oh, Bill Gates Bill came Gates to the Now, there's a the scoop. <laughs> Bill Gates came to the No, world. it's a better one. I have a better one. How about Ronnie Woo Woo? Yeah, well, I have seen him. <laughs> Bill, Gates, Bill Gates came to the apple. Yes. Uh, it was, uh, he was served by Donna at night. Yeah. Uh, I don't know details. Yeah. And we're not going to say details about that, guys. <laughs> 
What about house specialties? What, what are the go-to items at the Gold Map? Well, we, we have uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. We are famous for our breakfast, omelets, skillets, pancakes, waffles, you name it, we got it. Uh, lunch, we have burgers, we have sandwiches, we have clubs, we have uh, salads. I mean, it's a 24-hour operation. We actually we have three restaurants, three eight-hour restaurants. Yeah, right. So That's a good way to put it. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's a tough one at times. Yeah. What about uh, Christmas memories? Um, do people come in? Like, do people bring you gifts? Do you, I mean, I don't know how the neighborhoods changed since we left. Do people come in and sing Christmas carols? What's the Christmas vibe like there? Well, uh, Mary Lou came in today with a bag full of uh, cookies, uh, full of fudge. So a couple of other customers came and uh, gave us uh, some little presents. It's like family. At times you feel like family because you spend a lot of times, a lot of hours in your business. And you go home, you sleep, and you come back. So it's, uh, you spend more time at the restaurant than at home. Johnny, yeah, you came down. Uh, get on the mic there. I've seen you. Um, you're, you're a regular. You're the number one regular. Johnny oh. Bellino. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I've been I've been there as long as he's been there. How long you, is that? Twenty years, uh-huh. at least. And uh, you know, it becomes a way of life because the Golden Apple is a way of life. You know, like he said, it's an old German neighborhood, but it's got beautiful. Uh, the church across the street is beautiful architecture, and there used to be a restaurant uh, ten years ago, a, a German one, Zumdeutschenick. Oh yeah, you right. know, uh-huh. and you know, uh, and the church also has a playhouse right next door. And so you have actors who perform there who come to the Golden Apple. In fact, the other day, there were six of them from France. And uh, so it makes it... uh, Have they been there before? I don't know, but uh, I gave them the routine. And uh, (laughs) the fact that uh, I'm Italian, that that beefs up the Golden Apple, which is owned by a bunch of Greeks. (laughs) How long have you been going there, Johnny? (laughs) I've been there for at least 20 years. Yeah, 20 years? Yeah. I mean, how many days a week do you go there? 12. 12. <laughs> 14. I was, yeah. was going to say 14, not right. 12. Yeah. And talk, yeah. I know I've talked to you a couple times in the restaurant. Yeah. You know what's great about the restaurant? You always still see newspapers there. And I think I've always seen you in the newspaper. People still read newspapers yes. at the Golden yeah. Apple. Well, yeah, Today when I checked out, there was a stack of newspapers. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, I have to uh, uh, move from table to table because they don't want me spending three hours at uh, a booth that uh, four people can sit at. But I spend over $1,000 a month there. Do you really? So I deserve whatever I get. And no, they no, should no, be no. happy no, no. that the Italians are, I'm Italian and I come to there. We have competition. Yeah, over there. What's your favorite item on the menu at the Golden Apple? Well, you know what? I like a lot of thing with a lot of things with nuts. Uh, uh, who's our, our waitress oh, who on Thursdays? Um, <laughs> uh, who, who's our waitress at? Uh, she comes on Thursdays, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, uh, Sheila, the young uh, one. No, no, not yeah. Sheila. But anyway, uh, she makes me the greatest uh, sherbet shake with nuts. And I, I walnuts, yeah, yeah, walnuts, cause, and uh, it just it it fills me up, but it doesn't fill me out. Yeah, you know, and I always look forward to going there and you know and eating uh, that kind of stuff. Well, you're what we were talking about about um, authentic characters. Talk real briefly. I mean, one of the couple times I have talked to you there, uh, you've got a background in boxing. Yeah. What what what, what is it? Were you a promoter, a well, fighter? Uh, I started boxing in the Navy at yeah. sea. My yeah. sh- my ship was at sea. 
and it was a, a cruiser and uh, I uh, they came up to me and said uh, do you, can you fight this guy and it was a marine he was like 25 pounds heavier than me and what am I supposed to say look at him and say you're too big I can't do that so I said, you know, if you can't find anybody else, well, you know, when you say that, they stop looking. Uh-huh. And the guy knocked me down in the first round, and the sailors were cheering. And that made me mad. So in the second round, I grabbed him in a headlock, and I kept punching him right hand, right hand. And the referee tried to break the clinch up, okay. but I kept moving in a circle. And by the end of the round, I hadn't let go of him, and he was pretty helpless. Now, did you promote in Chicago? Yeah, what? I promoted in Chicago. I've also promoted all over the world, in Kazakhstan for the Russians, in Spain, in um, England, in France, in Italy, in Mexico. And I have two fighters, one who fought Manny Pacquiao for the World Heavyweight Championship three years ago, and another one, Fresno Kendo, who... Um, uh, was supposed to fight for the World Heavyweight Championship last month in uh, uh, Cologne, Germany, but his opponent couldn't pass the physical. So it'll uh, it'll come another time. But uh, um, yeah, we had uh, shows uh, everywhere, and um, uh, the uh, the thing about it is when you do the fights. Um, it makes a Republican out of you because the people who want to box, they you 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 need them to be a certain weight, and they say, yeah, we'll 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 be this weight, and they come in ten pounds heavier. Yeah. So you got to make fifteen bouts to get seven bouts, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. stuff like that. So I know what exactitude is, and that's why I give him a pain for exactitude because when he he compliments the ladies who come up and pay the bills, and then I say in front of him. In front of the ladies, why do you not compliment me? And then I turn to the lady and I say, that's because he's Greek and he wants to make you think he's Italian. Um, one more thing. We'll put Nick back on the mic. Um, I don't need to know where you live, but how far do you go to the goal? The eight, goal? eight blocks. Oh, yeah. So you're in the eight blocks. So yeah. you're not going out of your way. And, yeah. And it's, uh, like I say, it's a way of life. Okay, Nick. Um, thank you, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, Nick, um, talk a little bit about... Uh, about your background and just in the restaurant oh. industry, where you started and, okay. and then how you how you found this restaurant. Well, uh, I started in the restaurant business, uh, working my way <laughs> uh, back in 74, 1974 in New York City. Oh, I New York City. New York City, yes. I came to the Chicago in 1981. How did I come to Chicago? I was sitting at a diner. <laughs> having a cup of coffee, smoking my cigarettes, and somebody was just passing through and said, where are you going? He goes, Chicago. I said, I'm coming. So I took my suitcase with $3 in my pocket and came to Chicago. Chicago is a great town. It's a great city. It's a great place. I worked in Greektown for about 15 years. You name it, I did it. Host, bartender, uh, a waiter, everything. I did everything, and uh, me and Pete and Tom decided we wouldn't. We like to find our own place, and we found Golden Apple in '97, and we bought the Golden Apple, and we happy, and uh, you know, we we're still there, and we're trying to do our best and please our customers. So that's my short story of my restaurant what, life. What attracted it? Why did you want to get that as opposed to any other restaurant in any other well, neighborhood? Uh, it, you went it, north. You didn't go to Greek Town, you know. But. Well, uh, it was. Uh, the, the, we knew the owner. We knew the previ- uh, the previous owner, and we knew the place. So it was easier for us to get in, and uh, we we thought we gonna do better there than any other place. So that's uh, that's why we went ahead and bought it. But it was a good move. It was it was nice because our customers are our friends now, 
And, uh, you know, life, it's maybe uh, you have to spend a little bit more time in the restaurant. But when you are among friends, you are happy. I ask this of all my uh, Wrigleyville neighborhood guests. Has uh, Tom Ricketts come in and offered to buy buy the property? No, no, we said no. <laughs> <laughs> that neighborhood. No, anybody from the Cubs ever come in there? I mean, we mentioned Todd we, Walker. We have some uh, some people from uh, from the. You know, I had a tenant uh, the pitcher. Uh, uh, I have as a tenant. I own a, a condo downtown, and uh, I had a, uh, Quintana. Yeah. Quintana, the pitcher. Jose, yeah, from Colombia. Jose, uh, yeah, from Colombia. Nice kid. Nice kid. Yeah. So any future plans there? Uh, expand? Well, you can't really expand. You can What's go. It, what is capacity? I should ask you that question. What's it's it? about uh, 200 uh, with the outside patio at summertime. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit over 200. And, uh, you know, we fill it up, uh, especially on weekends. And uh, it feels good. It feels uh, It feels good. And um, parking's okay there? Parking, we have... Uh, uh, nobody has parking in the Lakeview yeah. area. <laughs> we have av- about four parking spaces, uh, which is a very plus, plus, plus for that area. So, you know, we do the best that we can. Yeah. Well, Christmas at the Golden Apple. It's really, it's really something. <laughs> I still can't believe you don't. Have a key. Like what? Now you did close for like a day or two to remodel. remodel. I remember you put in new booths or something. Uh, we so did, you had to have a key then, right? We didn't close. <laughs> we did not close. We don't have a key. That's an urban myth. There's, there, there's no need for a key. When you open 24 hours, there's no need for a key. Somebody's there serving, somebody's there cooking, somebody's there bussing. So there's no need for a key. Yeah, there's no so need for a There's key. no need for a key. You've never closed. We never close. Okay. Do you go to other diners in the city? Of course I do. Yeah. I'm not going to mention, though. <laughs> but you- and you know, uh, when you know your restaurant is good or not, when you have other people who own restaurants come to your restaurant and eat. Yeah. That's when you know you have a good restaurant. Yeah, Johnny, do you have a? Um, before we wrap it up, we got. I think we're going to get Santa Claus. Uh, we're trying to find him. He's on that Norad thing. But Johnny, watch the mic there. Um, do you got? Uh, do you have a favorite Christmas memory there? Do you spend Christmas down at the Golden Apple? Uh, I I don't plan to, and I go home. But I end up. I ain't like today. I ended up there yeah. because they're family too. Yeah, and we've been together for twenty years. Yeah. And, stuff. and I even have, I've I've sang songs in there. Have you really? Yeah, and I think once I did some one-arm push-ups, didn't I? Yes, you did. You did one-arm yes. push-ups? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I once won $8,000. I did 86 one-arm push-ups. And right at the Golden Apple? No, not at the oh, Golden okay. Apple, because, you know what, they wouldn't give me any free meals. Yeah. So I'm not going to spend $8,000 there. Yeah. But so, it's a way of life, the Golden Apple. What song did you sing there? Volare. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And... Uh, how, you know, how did that happen? Well, the, you just spontaneous. I come, you know. I always, I even talk to the uh, the the the, the uh, customers, and I'll say, I'll, I'll come up to people I don't even know, but I'll come up and say, "What nationality are you?" And if they say they're English, I used to tell them about when I played rugby for England, and uh, you know, and if they tell me they're Puerto Rican, I'll tell them I got a complaint because I was putting on boxing matches in the Virgin Islands, and I went to a cockfight, and it was run by Puerto Ricans, and I bought a rooster, and I named him Muhammad Ali. Oh, geez. and then I went to Russia, and I. I was putting on fights in Russia, and I got a call from Philly man. He said, "Bad news, Charlie is gone." And then I said, "You Puerto Ricans took my rooster." And the people, I don't know them. They laugh, 
and stuff like that. And we do all that kind of okay. stuff for years. On that note, we're going to set it off. <laughs> we're going to get a hold of Santa Claus. He's going to call and thank you guys so much thank for our little Christmas thank tribute to the much. Golden Apple. Nick's Alex and Johnny Bellino. Long time customer. Listen, let me tell you something. Santa Claus didn't bring them a gift. On my recommendation, he brought them a bag of coal. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you uh, very much.